Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, and I am super excited for our guest today, who's going to be adding value to your business with action items that you can implement immediately. Dr. Laura Sokola is a leadership communication and influence expert. She's an author, speaker, and founder of Vocal Impact Productions in Philadelphia, Her TEDx talk, Want to Sound Like a Leader, Start by Saying Your Name Right, has nearly 7 million views. I mean, come on, how cool is that? And she has her own podcast, Speaking to Influence, Communication Secrets of the C-Suite, which is all about the role of communication as an essential leadership skill. Awesome, awesome, Laura. Thank you so much and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me, Angela. Glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So I'd like to start off a little bit about your journey, kind of how you got to where you're at today. Um, I am a teacher by heart and by soul, but also by training. I used to teach public school, all that fun stuff. Um, started, moved from there into the university space as a professor. I did my PhD in, in cognitive linguistics and learning science, looking at what is it about the way that we speak that makes what we say either go in one ear and come out the other from the listener's perspective, or actually going and stick. And when you figure out what makes it stick, then we can be a lot more intentional and a lot more effective in the way that we both actively teach, whether it's in a traditional classroom or maybe as a financial advisor, or when you're trying to explain something to someone else in your workspace, but also then how it helps us have more influence and be more persuasive and be better leaders. And so the transition then happened about 15 years ago, a little serendipitous moment that had me pivot from academia into the world of of corporate consulting, training, coaching, all that kind of stuff. That's when I launched Vocal Impact Productions. And I've been an executive coach focusing exclusively on that communication piece and helping leaders take the genius in their brain, the passion in their heart, and make sure that when they open their mouth, both are evident, clear, and compelling to whoever's listening on the other side. So that's where I am today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you're an expert in many fields. So let's first talk about finding your voice of authority. As a female entrepreneur, sometimes that can be a little bit scary. So what kind of advice that would you give to our audience? I think it's important to realize that, uh, first of all, there's a distinction between an authority and an authoritarian. So sometimes people hear the word authority and they're like, oh, I don't want to be like a dictator and telling people, no, no, no. Mm. Authority means, are you the expert? Are you confident in your knowledge and in your expertise? Do you have value that you truly believe you want to convey to whoever you're talking to, that's your authority in your space. You're not being authoritarian and telling people what to do and demanding X, Y, and Z. So own your authority. You're an entrepreneur because you have expertise and a gift to give to others. So own that first and be confident in it. I think that's that's an important piece of mindset that's required before anything else is possible. Um, do you find that 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 kind of mindset is something people, the women in your in your audience tend to grapple with sometimes? Yeah, and I really like the distinction between the two because separating that in your mind, I think is really, really important. So I think that that's a great point too, because sometimes we think that authority means, you know, we're taking on that masculine instead of being the feminine, mm-hmm. when in fact it's not. It's just a different perspective, right? Absolutely. So- And I appreciate that you also just brought up a binary, right? The masculine versus the feminine, if you want to, at least as we frame it as that binary. And the other thing that we tend to, as women in particular, to frame as a very false binary is the idea of I can be 
strong or nice. I can be confident or likable. And we tend to either just be the bull in the china shop and just pushing straight ahead or a little wishy-washy, nicey-nicey. And if we hear some feedback that says, you know, you should, you're, you're two X, the natural reflex is to run headlong to the other extreme and then be two Y. And that's so self-destructive for our ability to be effective in any context. It's, it's, Think about it this way. The way that we speak, your voice, your personality, it's like you've got a DJ's mixing board in your brain. And there's lots of levers. They're not switches where you turn the power on or you turn the power off, take your pick. Are you gonna be in the spotlight or in the dark? It is really about, so maybe for these words, you just need to be a little more tactful, a little more diplomatic. Maybe you need to talk a little slower. It's about volume maybe, or, or speed on that point. Maybe you didn't realize that you've been using upspeak and allowing all of your words and phrases to sound like they're questions with that rising tone at the end, which is like saying, I think, maybe, you know what I mean? Which yeah. is implicitly undermining our authority. Maybe it's there's a thousand little things that could be. And just like if you are shifting from uh, listening to jazz, to listening to hip hop, to listening to Class, classical or or country, you're going to adjust those levers on your mixing board for the best sound for the impact that you want this particular song to have. You're not just going to shove all the levers to the top or shove all the letters to the bottom. How are we going to just nudge this, nudge that, and find that perfect sound for, for the effect that we want? And that's how we want to learn to play our voice of authority as well. Yeah. So it's working on that delivering of your message and how you pronunciate what words you're using, you know, oftentimes when we get excited, people can feel that excitement. So when you're talking about your business and being an authority in your business and um, delivering that message, you know, just kind of be okay to show that excitement, but yes. also be direct in that delivery and know that that's not authoritative, you know, that, that authority behind it is it's okay. So I love that. Yes. So, so still talking about the mindset since this podcast is Empower Her Money, let's talk a little bit more about money itself and kind of okay. how we communicate about money, talk about money and still stay within, you know, our feminine power too. Sure. You know, it's asking for the sale, I think is one of the biggest mental blocks that we have as entrepreneurs. We're in the business. We went into business for ourselves because we love the thing that we do. We love the industry and we want to help the world. We want to give it away for everybody. And then when we, even though we know that there's a truckload of value, we're afraid to ask people to pay for it. There's something kind of sleazy feeling about asking for money, being salesy. No one wants to sound like that snake oil salesman or that used car salesman, but the, you know, all those fun stereotypes. But what we have to remember is that we have massive value. And if we, number one, are afraid to tell people what the value of it is, then it won't seem like we believe the value is there. So we have to lead by example in that confidence of saying, here's what this is worth for you. And even for that matter, get the other person to say, if you could achieve this, if you had that, 
whatever the thing is, what would that be worth to you? What value would that bring to your life? What is that worth compared to whatever the, the actual price tag is to it? That's important. And it just remembering that those little things we talked about before, as far as that voice of authority, that when you're talking about it, are you allowing your own head trash, your own mindset blocks, your own fears of, ooh, I want to avoid rejection. I don't want them to say no. I don't want the objections of saying, of hearing, well, I'm that's too much money. Boy, that's so expensive. I didn't think it would be that high. We don't like hearing no. So it are we projecting our fears of hearing the no in the way that we ask? So if we say something like, whatever your service is, is um, well, I mean, it, it's five thousand. It, it's just it's five thousand um, dollars. But but it's it's this and it's that. You're already apologizing for yourself, mm. and mm. that makes it sound like you don't really believe that anyone else should think that it's worth that value. So we need to make sure that we're not putting the doubt in the minds of the listener by the way that we are sharing what it is that we're asking for. Uh, there's there's a reason why you pick that number, and it's because we believe that it is actually worth that. And by the way, if you feel like you're underselling yourself, uh, double or triple your rate, and then ask for it with confidence. Number one, you'll be surprised how many people actually say yes because you've probably been undervaluing yourself the entire time. And number two, it gives you room to negotiate. So if they really do want what it is, but that number is out of their reach, not out of their desire, out of their reach, there's a difference you know what, you decide. I mean, there are nonprofits that I work with that I'm certainly going to negotiate fees on differently from if I'm working with, you know, a, a Fortune 500 corporation. It's I'm going to work with them to figure out how can I serve them in a way that I still pay my bills, but I can give the value to this beautiful charity that's helping children with whatever disease or, you know, whatever it happens to be, then a way that works for everybody. But I'm not going to start lowballing myself and then try to negotiate down from there. At that point, I'm just volunteering and you know, I got to pay my bills too. We have to be realistic yeah. and honor our own space as well. I love that takeaway too, because this is something that I still struggle with is the value proposition and saying it and believing in it when I'm having that communication. So I like that takeaway. And I just thought about that mentally, like in my mind, doubling my fee and presenting that, and then giving the opportunity for the right person that I want to be able to work with negotiating it down so that perhaps they feel like that's a win-win for them. And now I'm getting to the price in which I would have offered in the first place anyways. So that idea and that takeaway is pretty awesome and probably something that I'd like to work on practicing on as well. Um, so I do believe in affirmations and I do start the day off because I struggle with the negative talk from time to time. So that that is also something um, that I'm taking away from you as well as kind of replacing those thoughts with better, you know, more positive thoughts so that I'm not allowing for that negativity to enter my brain and kind of influence the way that I'm speaking to other people. So I really like that as well. So one more tip, um, perhaps that you could provide to our audience, especially around the mindset um, of the female entrepreneur before we head off on this show, I'd love to hear one more from you. Sure. The, and I'm going to piggyback right off of your last comment about the affirmations. Affirmations are beautiful. There's and what makes them stick 
is whether or not you are in a physical state to allow yourself to actually absorb what you're saying. Otherwise, what we end up doing is paying ourselves lip service. And it's like, okay, I know I'm worth it. Yes, this is good. I'm Laura, you're worth it. You're, you're this, this is good. Your people need you. And you can, sometimes we can say it and we want to believe it, but we're not really there. And in part, it's because our energy is low and it's because we're not in a state of being able to receive. And this is not some new agey foo-foo thing. This is literal uh, the way the body works. So to get your heart rate up, stand up, jump around, put on a fun song, work yourself up, get the heart rate going, and then chant your affirmation. Then look yourself in the mirror. And here's another tip that can work on a, in tandem, the physiological and the linguistic together to connect with the mindset is that when the energy is up, talk to yourself in the second person first, look yourself in the mirror and say, you have this, Laura, you do, because we're good at giving each other pep talks. So mm -hmm. if you were talking to someone else who had this mental block, who had all the skills that you have and deserved everything that you deserve, you would tell them, why are you holding back? You know this, you know, this is the case, you know, whatever it is. And you can do that with oomph. So get yourself moving physically, dance around to your song, do push-ups or squats or whatever you need to get the heart rate and the adrenaline going. Talk to yourself in the you form first. And then once you're starting to feel the you, once it's sinking in, then shift to I and say, yes, I've got this. Yes, I do deserve this. Yes, I am worth this. Yes, this does matter. Yes, it is of this value. And I know it, And but keep moving as you're doing it. Don't just settle down and say, yeah, no, I, I believe it. No, that that's true. Yeah, I do. No, stay in the state, stay with the language, reaffirm what you told yourself first, then own it, and then see where those affirmations go. Yes. Dr. Laura, I feel like you're speaking right to me today. So I know that the audience is receiving this information. I definitely am going to change some of the ways that I practice those affirmations. I love the looking in the mirror and making sure that I'm, you know, upbeat and happy and will allow for me to receive those affirmations in a much better manner. So thank you. Thank you very much for that. So I do have one fun question to end the show. Sure. Um, I like to ask all of the, um, all of my guests that come on, if they could have one superpower or super strength, what would it be? And why would you pick that? Oh, I wish I could have a little tower of Babel in my brain and just be able to speak and understand all languages. I think that would be just fascinating to walk into any country, any room, any conversation, and just know what's going on and, and be able to translate, to help, to interpret, to understand the meaning what's behind everything. That would be fun. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So if our audience would like to get in touch with you, Dr. Laura, what is the best way for them to find you? Uh, you can go a couple of different places. Number one, of course, you can go to my website, vocalimpactproductions.com. Uh, feel free to reach out to me on the, uh, on the contact page by the, and can I offer a gift to, oh, to your audience? So yes. there's um, for those people who want to find their voice of authority here in the virtual space. And I think most of us nowadays are meeting people on some sort of video conference, more, much more than they're meeting on uh, in person. So the impression that you make on video is even more, more important because it's the only way people are going to get to know you. And the way that you show up, the way that you look and the way that you sound, totally it changes the brand the image, the reputation, and the value, the perceived value of what you share. So what I can offer people is a 
um, and equipment recommendations list that I offer to all my podcast guests and to a lot of my clients so that to, so that you don't have to boil the ocean and go to Amazon and guess which of the gazillion uh, pieces, you know, microphones and lights and whatnot are, are available to you. I'm happy to share my recommendations for anybody else who wants to show up like the confident professional expert that they know they are, who's worth paying a lot of money to. And we'll, we'll make sure that you have that image online because you don't want to sound just by quick demo. Um, when you're talking to somebody, you don't want to sound like this, right? Mm. I mean, if you sound like this, it immediately makes you go, Oh, I don't want to listen to that person. They don't sound very good. They don't sound very smart. They don't sound very professional. They don't sound very authoritative. They just don't sound nice. And it makes me not like them. And we don't do business with people we don't like. Now watch this when we go back. Wow, what a difference. It sounds like I'm in the room with you. Now suddenly you trust me more. You like me more. You want to listen to me more. This matters. And just little shifts like that change your brand, your expertise, and your success rate as well. So if you go to my contact page and just type in other, and then tell me that you met us here on Angela Duncan's show, her amazing podcast, and that you'd like that equipment recommendations list, I'd be more than happy to send it to you. And of course, you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect with me there as well. Just let me know, as I mentioned, that you heard us here first. Awesome, awesome. Really, truly appreciate you, Dr. Laura, being on the show today. And that wraps up another episode of Empower Her Money. I'm your host, Angela Duncan, and I know that you had takeaways today. So go ahead, take action and implement the ideas immediately. That's the whole purpose of the podcast. Thank you again, Dr. Laura. Everyone have a great day. Mm -hmm.